Believe, become, be great. When people say to me, I have no self-esteem. I hate that word. It's so overused and abused. I don't have any self-esteem because when I was growing up, my parents said these terrible things and those terrible things. And I said, isn't it convenient you only remember those things? Someone can tell your whole life you're a piece of crap, but you can say, screw you, read between the lines and make your life work. Someone tell your whole life you're beautiful, you're intelligent, you're the smartest person in the world, and you don't believe it. Because self-esteem doesn't come from what people say about you. Self-esteem is earned within yourself. It's esteem for yourself, which only comes by doing things that are incredibly difficult, and then your brain goes, this is who I am. Dime, 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 esto es lo que tú querías. Yo soy fino, esto es trap de galería. Ay, bebiendo mucha champaña, nunca estamos secos. Primero llego, Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Be Gray Podcast. Thank you all to to all the listeners each and every week for tuning in, listening, sharing, showing love, showing support. I have to apologize. I am catching a cold right now. I kind of already caught it. But, hey, catching more than the Raiders did in that 3-0 loss. But, hey, baby, we making it through. Let's go. (laughs) I love you guys, man. Thank you, everybody who tunes in every single week and all the countries that listen around the world. Much love to you guys. And, hey, let's get out there. And be great. So first thing I want to say is we are, again, fast approaching. What are, you, what are you doing to become more, to become better? What are you doing to prepare for the new year? You know, me personally, I don't believe in uh, New Year's resolutions. I'm just, you know, I, I worry about just getting after it. That's just my my priority. But everybody does have resolutions. And hey, if you got a resolution, stick to it don't quit don't give up do not fuck that up (laughs) so hey you know has anybody ever uh um i know we've all been there where we settle for things or certain situations and stuff you know taking the initiative to to listen to uh, the weakness that's within us instead of building to attract because we are who we attract i know we've all been a part of that we've all been Either you, if you haven't been a part of it, you have, you know somebody or have witnessed this very situation where you feel like that person is not good for that person. You're, you're seeing on the outside, the outside looking in, right? You're trying to find something. I, th- this is what I kind of come to the conclusion, the realization through my experiences is that you're trying to find something in someone that isn't available to you. That's something, I mean, it could be comfort, avoiding loneliness, even if it's a direct transfer of change. There's always something that we're hoping for or praying for within this person, either that or this this person has been deceived. I'm not going to say they're a fraud because that's that's completely something completely different, but there's something about them that attracted us or that they, you know, that that they got attracted to you for but we're not feeling what they thought we were or they're not feeling what we thought they were. And so there's something within it. Of course, looks is always, I'm telling you right now, 90% of the people, if not 95% of the people, at least the first thing that we are attracted to is looks. And I'm not saying this is outside of knowing people work, stuff like that. The first thing that attracts us, is the way that somebody looks. 
And I'm just saying, if you're like walking in the mall, walking in the store, stuff like that, if you overhear somebody and they're kind of, you know, you get a vibe of their personality, whatever, that's different. But I'm just talking about the first thing that catches somebody's attention. The first thing is the looks. Because if you see somebody right there in the store, you're not going to just know like, oh, they got a great personality. Like, no, outside of if you're uh eavesdropping or if you know that person you know so trying to find that something in someone that just isn't available to you healing is serotonin to a greater purpose in life and it's not at your disposal because healing really goes a long way because as we heal when something traumatic happens and we don't have time to heal then that is going to come back to bite us in the ass later on i've i've been a part of this i know people who are going through this currently and um it just really goes to show that even in a time of where you feel like you're not going to question your relationship, like, man, we're going to get married, we're going to go the distance, we're going to share this beautiful life. If a person does not heal properly, it will come back to haunt you. I promise you. Let me give you an example so my my marriage this is about you know about 7 years ago now okay my marriage I wanted my marriage to be like my parents I always did because of how beautiful their marriage is just it's it's unique it's one of a kind it's really just it's an extraordinary type of marriage you know and she she told me the whole time I don't want their kind of marriage I want my own marriage we fought back and forth on this. You know, let me remind you, you know, I was young. I was vulnerable. So, of course, I'm like, that sucks because I want that kind of marriage. And she's over, like, she she makes a, makes a fair point, okay? She doesn't want that type of marriage. She wants her own marriage. Fair point. So, the congruency of what I wanted within our marriage, I wanted to be able to know that she could rely on me. I wanted to know that, hey, I'm the man in the family, like, I know I'm a believer in God, so that's first and foremost. I'm not just going to walk all over your back like uh, take advantage of you. You know, that's just not me. But as time went on, we fought back and forth on this. And I was seeking uh, in her for our marriage what was something that even to this day I understand was never there. You know, I wanted to know that we were secure. And first thing I told, the first thing I did was to convince her to be a stay-at-home mom. And we, after a year, we, you know, went back and forth. I mean, just arguing and all this stuff. And basically, it felt like we, I was going to war with her on this every single day. So a year rolls around. Finally happened. She quit her job, became a stay-at-home mom. It was one of the toughest moments in my life to date. It really wasn't easy. It was an event that took place in my life that... It was tough. It got tough. I commend everybody who is a stay-at-home mother, stay-at-home father, whatever it is. I give you your flowers. Especially if you're doing that today. Because back then it was not easy. And I can't even imagine how uneasy it is now. You know, I sat on this. I sat on this and how I felt. I've never felt anything like this before throughout our time together as anyone does I crushed myself I just I sat on this feeling of what the fuck am I doing 
I really, my thoughts were just playing games with me because again, things start to happen, whatever our thoughts are, those things start to, you feel that start to kind of resurrect or start to correct themselves and really comes to fruition and it sucks. But again, I was at a young age. So, you know, as I sat on this for the longest time, the whole time that that this was going on, we were struggling, like struggling bad, you know, and in, in the middle of, you know, for, having four kids to take care of and then her to take care of. I mean, I, we were struggling pretty bad, just barely getting by. I remember in the car, I remember we were driving down MLK Boulevard and I remember having my, I just felt like it was, I really felt like it was going to be my last thoughts because I couldn't tell you um, that, that feeling that just made me, like I really wanted to just jump out of the car. Like I, I really just wanted to jump out because of how I was feeling. I felt down. I felt depressed. I felt like I didn't like this one person who was really supposed to instill in me. Again, we were both young, you know, but this, this person that is my wife is not even talking to me like we're in the same car not even talking to me because how stressed out we both were and i remember that feeling and that i just i just want to jump out of this car like i just i don't i don't i don't want to be a part of this anymore that's that's how i felt and to this day i could not tell you what it was that prevented me from doing that but what i do remember is in that moment i knew and God may have been sent, sent, he may have been speaking into my mind at this point. And he said, this is just temporary as long as you know it is. And I've, I've, I truly felt that. I kind of felt that power over me that this is just temporary. This is life. Nothing in life lasts forever. From that day forward, my life started to change. I started to question if this is what I really deserve. And we all have those moments in time where it's like, do I really deserve this? Is this what I really want? However, you're feeling that void of comfort because nobody wants to be alone. So I had, I, I settled drastically. I mean, I really settled a lot. The result, it started destroying my life little by little. I knew the family I came from, I knew my family not only is massive, but the amount of support and love that my family has. Why couldn't I be on that? Why did I have to settle? We did everything we could to make it work. I just didn't want to be alone. You know, my kids were involved. My kids were attached. And that was it was hard. It was painful. It was selfish because of the fact that she didn't form any sort of attachment to them. I knew then for three years, I was seeking for something that just wasn't meant to be embedded in her. We served our purposes in each other's lives. And that's another topic for a different day. But we served each other's purposes in our lives. You know, I sought out the validation and power as the man of the family. That's, that's all I ever wanted to be was a husband. That's it. That's the only thing I ever wanted to be. I just want to be a husband. <laughs> it may sound weird coming from a guy, but hey, come on now. The power of two is much greater than the power of one. I mean, come on. I just know I know what a damn good husband I made then, and I sure knew, I sure know what an extraordinary one I would make now. However, 
I take accountability for my failure as a husband because financially I couldn't really get us to a comfort zone. So to this day, I take full responsibility for that because, again, I'm the leader. I'm the man. Everything rises and falls on leadership, so that's all on me. I could sit here. I could make excuses. I could give you guys everything that I felt throughout this whole thing. But again, I'm a leader. I take accountability. I take responsibility for the failure of our marriage. So the takeaway from all of this, and I really need you all to understand this, is to quit seeking in your partner what is not meant for your partner. However, partners, don't be dismissive and don't use and abuse your partner at your own expense. Allow your partner to instill in you believing, building, and growing as a team is much like working out. If you stay consistent, then you're going to feel the change. It will happen. If you don't tell your partner enough and you don't tell them over and over how great they are as your partner, but also letting letting them know how they can change, how they can, no, I'm sorry, not change, how they could grow. Letting them know consistently how they can grow. If you don't let your partner know, it's not going to happen. You see, it's all about the repetitions. It's all about how much you tell yourself. You know, you know, the thoughts you tell yourself over and over and over and over, you start to live it. It's the same thing of what you tell to your partner. You've got to tell your partner. You've got to reassure them over and over and over and over until it gets instilled, until they start to latch onto that habit, to that thought. They will never replay it as it manifests to be a habit. They can't replay it. They can't feel that. What do you, what's the first thing, what's your first reaction when, when somebody says, I love you? <laughs> it's a natural habit to say, I love you too. That's exactly what you want when you're instilling in your partner. Continue it, reassure, reassure, reassure until they start to latch on. The right partner is the right partner, but be in line and be congruent with each other. Be open about everything, be honest. Most importantly, build each other. Really try to understand each other to the fullest. Take the time. Take a breather. Process what they're saying. Do not let the result of what they're telling you be the first reaction of you trying to get out what you need to say or how you feel. Because you will have your time. I've said this before. Be kind to each other. Build each other. That's the only way that the power of two is going to be the most prominent thing in this world. To build those habits together. Unify. Take this with you. Take this as an example. Are you with the right partner or are you not? You guys got to find that out for yourself. Don't listen to anybody else around you, but, but think about what it is you're running after. What are you guys running after together? Are you guys pushing each other? Are you guys holding each other accountable? Are you guys showing love? Or are you guys just trying to get back at each other? Are you guys just trying to... Just because one person did something, you're trying to get back at that person. No. Hey, y'all lift each other up. Believe in each other. Be, be each other's biggest cheerleader. However, be each other's biggest truth teller. Until next time, hey, y'all have a great week. I love you guys. Share this. Like it. Love it. Tell your friends. Let's get it out there. Let's go. End of the year. Be great.